Hello, everybody, and welcome to Insane Rhetoric. We are so happy you decided to come and join us today. We have a great topic for you today, and we know you will love it as much as we do. So come on in and enjoy the ride. That is Insane Rhetoric. Hey guys, this is Fire from Insane Rhetoric. Check this out. Listen, we need your help in sustaining future episodes, conversations, so we can bring more of the craziness and the insanity to you that's going on in your community, in your city, and in your world. Can you please help us to donate to Insane Rhetoric? And your small, medium, or large gifts are more than appreciated. And we would love to keep this station coming to you and giving you the information that you need about the insanity in your world. So check this out. Please, please, please donate to Insane Rhetoric so we can sustain future episodes. Hey, thank you once again. Fire out. George Floyd had... Hey, I'm tight. What up, Insane Rhetoric? What up, Insane Rhetoric? We are live in five. You know what it is. The world is upside down. We're trying to make it right side up. Man, we are out here with another great panel on Insane Rhetoric. You know, we got the token white guy. We got Red Dragon, the poet, Ice and Fire. You know, we always here. It's our job, you know, so we like what we do. So you know what it is. What's on the flow, sister? What we got going on? Because uh I'm I'm tired, but what's what's happening? What we're gonna do? What we're gonna get into. Well, good morning, everybody. Uh good morning. white guy, red dragon. How y'all doing today? Doing so, amazing. I can't hear you. What'd you say? I said I'm doing amazing. Hey. Thanks for asking. How are you? I'm doing good. 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 Okay, people, so why white people always say when you when you ask them how they doing, I'm super catch a fragile XB is nice. <laughs> That's why that's why people don't like me. See that? You know what? See that token white guy? I, I get in trouble I, I get in trouble because I'm at work and people ask me and I'm walking around the building talking about, good morning, good morning, hello, hello, how are you? I'm well, how are you? And, and then, you know, you know what somebody told me? You know what you know what somebody told me? Told me, even a white person told me this. Well, they after they said it, they said that I was just like them. But they they tell me they tell me that I just want people to just like me because that's because I speak in all that kind of stuff and I'm just like I'm thinking to myself how come I just can't speak to people I don't why I gotta be why I gotta be miserable when I wake up in the morning I, I was raised it was impolite if somebody asks you like hey how's your day going and you don't respond to them you know it, it's like you don't ask them if their day is going okay it's rude like okay it's so like, like somebody me and my- doesn't you know, open the door, hold the door for you when they're six feet away. Like, so me and my sister on this show, we had a conversation about that. And we were talking about, like, just how, you know, you supposed to do certain things and certain courtesies or something. But, like, we was talking about that and just being, being talked to. People don't really want to know how your day is going. That's just something right. that people say. 
You know what I'm saying? They're like, because if you start telling them how your day is going, you're going to hold them up and then they're going to be a Superman. And like, I'm really trying to get away from you. Now they're going to think you talk obsessively. So I'm like, I, and then know, they don't want to tell you how their day is going. They just want to say, I'm fine. Right. But like, they, but they may not be fine. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know the people who say that I'm fine, I'm okay, those are the people that are not okay. Yeah, no, this is my favorite. This is my favorite. Good morning. How are you doing today? Well, I'm doing right. Okay, and then that's when I walk on back because I don't want you to start spilling over because you're gonna have because <laughs> <laughs> I already know I'd have been around enough people that's crazy to know. Oh, that's an invitation for you to stand there and let me tell you about all my troubles. I don't have time for that. I'm one of them people like good morning. Yeah. And and then it's so it's so crazy. Now, now you don't even say good morning to folks. You just I say am morning. so guilty of doing that. Like, so more morning, just morning. Oh, it is a morning. It ain't good for you, it's good for me. I'm I'm breathing. <laughs> oh no, here to go, here to go. Hey, how are you doing today? It's Monday. Right. Right. It's Monday, meaning I'm bad. Hey, that right. Yes, because Mondays suck. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Genetic, I don't know what it is, but all my life on a Monday seems like the worst day coming off a weekend, no matter how good or bad the weekend is. Coming into work on a Monday's like everything is like, oh, why am okay. I here? Okay, but listen, like we say on this show. This is my theory. Like we say on this show, at midnight, change happens. Mm -hmm. So why you got to bring what happened on Sunday into Monday? Because it's a reset. You get mm -hmm. to start the day all over again. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, I might be like the Truman Show, but I don't care because you wake up this morning. Come on. How you doing? Great day. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And then maybe the day went bad because you know I had a date night or something. And well, that would have been a good day. But some of the other stuff that happened with that man yeah. the date night. <laughs> maybe I would have <laughs> never laid that. But tomorrow starts the next. So. Maybe maybe somebody pissed me off and I was mad. Then when I talked to Fire, I was cussing him out and he just had to let me vent. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, okay, you finished? <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is the thing. See, oh. now, 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 here in Spain, rhetoric, everybody knows I pretty much say what I want to say within reason. Whatever. So the problem with, you know, Sunday night, Monday morning, nine times out of 10, niggas. Now, when I say niggas, I don't mean black people. I mean ignorant people. Niggas. Is, is, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that shutting off. That's, it, yeah. They, it, we didn't catch that. What? I say so. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Nah, he's going gonna on. say it again. Yeah, yeah I, of course I'm gonna say it again because it was some <laughs> tricky, tricky, dicky stuff going on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 
So, like I said, niggas, <laughs> which are not applicable to black people, is just an ignorant person. That's what the definition means. But when we come through Sunday and coming off the weekend going into Monday, the problem with us having bad Mondays is nine times out of ten, people are still intoxicated and high from the weekend, and they don't want to get motivated. Now, sometimes that motivates people, but that's usually the problem. <laughs> I had somebody uh, just this past week, something was going on, and I it was where I really, really, really needed to really control my emotion and my response. And as far I can tell you, that's not good when you make when you put me in a place where I feel like I, I can't say anything when I really want to say anything, but I try to take the upper road, but I'm still mad. So they made the mistake mm. of asking me what was wrong, and I went, I am done. Stick a fuck at me, I'm done, real loud. <laughs> and it was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, come here, come here, come here. And so after we after they talked me over the ledge, I mean from getting from going over the ledge. They was like, do you drink? I was like, no, not really. Every once in a blue moon, I might take a drink, but I don't, I don't drink. Not even just like a, just a glass of wine. I was like, no, I don't drink. And maybe a beer now and then. Like, I don't really, I don't, I don't drink enough to consider myself drinking. Okay. And they were like, well, I do. And you need to go. <laughs> I'm such an alcoholic. You just said you drink once in a blue moon. I'm like, oh, that's a really good beer I used to drink when I was out. Yeah, blue moon is good. I think that's a Texas beer, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's I don't know where it came from. I just it's drink. Texas. It's Texas. It originated out of Texas. But no, yeah. it's funny, like, you know, what you guys are saying, because I, I know Fire and Ice, you guys know that I went out to the absolute best show on the face of the planet that I've ever been to. And I saw Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle on Sunday last week. And Chris Rock has a crazy, like hilarious, it's blacks versus, I'm not going there, but- Blacks versus- Blacks versus niggas? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, thought, I thought I'd help you out. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, I appreciate it. Okay. I'm, I'm like, I ain't putting yeah. my toes in that water, but there's a difference. But there's also yeah. and crackers. You know, there's Italians in. Oh, uh, okay. You know, so everybody. They're called, called Dagos. Oh, yeah. And WAP, you know, without WAP. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, everybody has everybody has their side of people in their race and ethnicity that they look down on. Everybody does. Dude, mm -hmm. was, you know what I'm saying? That's, there that's, was a, a white guy uh, named Elijah, uh, Elijah, and he was the opening mm -hmm. act. Um, he's not like as well known, obviously, as the he other. Probably will be if he opened up for them. You know, Darnell mm -hmm. played Lashy, uh, Ashy Larry. Yeah, I know he's talking about. Yeah. It was the second act. Oh, that's cool. And then Chris Rock came out and he did a little bit over an hour. David Chappelle's flight was delayed because nobody in our government or airlines can do anything correctly. He almost had to cancel the show. But Dave Chappelle came out. He thanked everybody for being there. Dave Chappelle is my, like, he's my goat. 
He's a good good dude, man. The dude is is exceptionally, exceptionally talented and smart. The dude is him and uh, he's very intellectually. Chris Rock is. Yeah, he is. Chris Rock ain't like my favorite guy. He's funny, but like when I look at people in comics, I look at people like Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac was funny. You know what I'm saying? I look at people like D.L. Hughley, very political and intelligent. And I put Dave Chappelle in that same realm. When you when you just talking about drop dead front funny, shoot, Richard Pryor is the ultimate when it came to that. Okay, <clears throat> I, I love Richard Pryor. I absolutely do. Mm. Say no, you should check out a person named Flip Wilson. Now, my favorite white comedian of all time, I have two. Don't say George Carlin. Say Joe Rogan. I follow his podcast. He is my favorite. Oh, okay. I've laughed at George Carlin. I hope you don't disown me from our insane rhetoric family for saying it. George Carlin was funny to me. I like George Carlin. He didn't give a fuck. That's why I like them. You have a white guy, you have a black guy, neither one of them give a shit and they just go at it. George Carlin and and, um, what's his name? Still, uh, still, um, what's his name? Tyree. No, murders on the building. Murders on the, only murders in the, uh, Steve Martin. Oh, Steve Steve Martin, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Three Amigos was one of my favorite movies with him. <laughs> that boy, Amigos. Yeah, he was, he was crazy. He was crazy. So today the show is a little bit serious. Well, a lot serious. Mm. Oh, I'm gonna find some humor in this. I'm so too- I've not, I, I've not looked at the video. I've been trying not to look at the video. Um, okay. I'm gonna have to look at it, but um, Mister. Tyree Nichols, 29 years old, died on the 10th. They're finally releasing the video. He didn't die. He was killed. He was well, it took was, it took a couple of days for him was, to actually die. Okay, okay. Cause okay, I go with you on that one. He was in the hospital for like two days. So it came to his injuries. Right. So, the officers, the reason, one of the reasons we're having this show today is because it's insane in the insane world. But the other reason we're having this show is because, well, y'all know we give credit where credit is due here. Mm-hmm. And we, we pop it on both sides here. Mm-hmm. So, where well, we gave mm-hmm. uh, the people who killed uh, George Floyd the flag. Okay. Now we're going to reverse it today because killing is killing. And I and, and we, mm-hmm. I, this, I sure wish we would have been able we weren't able to get uh, Lieutenant Orange back on this show because this would have been a good show oh, to man. have to have her on here. But I will say that the show, y'all go back and look at it. Uh, it was called Defund the Police. And I will mm-hmm. say that she touched on a lot of things that would be apropos for today. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, I can't start. I'm y'all know me. I'm a big old softy. I can't. Well, I can start. So, can I? <laughs> oh, okay. Go, go ahead, uh, Red Dragon. A lot of people, now I did not look at the video and I did not want to. I didn't want to. Um, I also heard that there was another uh, incident in Atlanta where they had started uh, rioting. Um, and then there was so much mixed response about how fast these black officers were brought to justice because this was in Memphis. And my first initial feeling when people's reaction about how swift these officers were brought to justice compared to why y'all ain't do that with the white folks, with the white officers. Because look at how this shit is being played out and portrayed. I'm quite sure that there has been so many instances with black officers committing the same type of heinous crimes that we see white officers in the media portraying. And then we get all this emotion built up and making it a race issue. When to be honest, in my opinion, it's, it's just a, a crooked cop issue. It doesn't matter what color you are. When you put that uniform on, you represent something that a lot of people are hip to, and it doesn't matter what color you are when you put it, your uniform, that one color, when you go out and you're taking your, you're abusing your power and authority to, to inflict, to terrorize, to, to uh, subject uh, people in your own demographic, your own race, what, what culture, whatever, to the same posse lynching or, or uh, ongoing historic behavior that that uniform all by itself represents. To bring them to what happened so swiftly, I believe because they were looking at what happened in, in Atlanta, people started freaking rioting. They had to get them. If that happened in Memphis, the same way, it would have been on a different wider scale and just would have, they're trying to control it. And I get it. But I also appreciate that they not gonna play. You gonna be held accountable and it don't matter that you black. You finna get the book thrown at you severely. And when you think about it, they're black officers. Now, white officers, y'all going to prison, they go into prison. I'm quite sure they're in segregated, whatever. But if you a black officer and you going in the jail where you done, look, it ain't no, there. to be honest and quite honest, I really think that as a black cop, being held responsible for that same sort of behavior when you get to jail, you it's you lucky if you make it the first day. White cops, y'all going into protective custody. Black yeah. cops, you lucky you make it through the day. 
Well, that's my perspective as far as how quick they did it. I'm not against how quick they did it. Somebody needs to hold people accountable in real time. Yeah, I'm gonna just say this to the to the jail issue. There, as as police, they all go into protective custody. They don't stick them in gym pop. They they because right. they already they already know what the case is, be it white or black. It they just don't do it, but. But like I said, in any case, if uh, you are in highly protected custody, you can get you can get to a person like when uh, Jeffrey Dahmer was in highly protected custody situations, they still found a way to kill him inside the penitentiary. If they want you, it don't matter what's going on. They can find you and they can get you. You know, it's, it's they're just gonna that. go for you. They're going for the jugular. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it they're they're they the only people who really have protected custody like that is people who have a ton of money. John Gotti was one of the people who was in protected custody, and when I tell you this dude had everything at his fingertips because he had so much money and he was the Teflon Don, didn't nobody bother him? why he was in that cell at all. You know what I'm saying? Just didn't matter because of who he was. But a lot of people don't have that type of clout. But um, Look at Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, he killed himself. I think he probably figured out that... Because somebody's going to kill him. Because somebody's going to kill him. Oh, yeah. He he was like, fuck it. I'm going to take my own life. Somebody was coming for him, or many people were going for him. And, you know, that's another thing, but I know that's not the topic. I don't want to get, you know, off, but, you know, prison is a rough place, especially when you deal with that kind of stuff. White, you know, whites killing blacks, blacks killing whites and pedophiles, you know, you're fucked. Yeah, I, I just, I just, I just don't know what that what that situation is but you know like i'm gonna tell you like this the only thing i really i my point of view is the reason that they came to justice so quick is because they're black and then memphis is predominantly black thank you so i mean so so, go ahead sister i'm sorry i have no no i have a question Mm -hmm. because i saw the police chief when she was talking about the incident and how she came to know about the incident and all of that. She got she got the information just a few hours after it all went down through text and she got up to go see what it was about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw her outrage. Black woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess my question is, because as I watched that, and I know I'm the white girl in the room, but as I watched that interview with her on CNN, I was really proud of her. I, I hear you, and that did, that, caught, that did cross my mind that maybe because they were Black, they were swift to charge. But on the other hand, I'm, I'm sitting there listening to her and I'm watching her and I'm feeling her and I'm seeing her and her facial expressions are very reminiscent of the conversation of the looks that 
Lieutenant Orange had and the conversations we had on the conversation we had and we were, and I was we were talking some of the things we said that kind of perplexed her. Mm-hmm. And this woman had these same kind of looks. And I was I was so very proud of her. Why is it that it's not okay for us to want a black woman in charge to make sure that she's running that department the way I think it's an example of how the George Floyd case should have gone down. I this happened. I saw it. That's clearly what it is. They're getting charged for it and they're getting fired. Well, right mean- now, this is let's show America how this should have gone down. Even if I gotta do it for my black officers, I'm gonna show you. If this is how this should have gone down, because I'm not going to put up with this, I don't care if this is a predominantly Black area. I don't care what this is. This is the law, and they can't get by with, they can't skirt the law. I mean, I agree with you, and that's and that's fine. The problem with, the problem with that system is that there are two different types of justice for different people. The problem with that is because white society has made that that system then they're going to bend the rules for that system and and this is this is no shot to anybody it's just the fact of the way life is you know in, in in different places when you go and you do something in a black neighborhood and police come okay you put on this uniform you want us why you on this where you wearing this uniform but you still black in this uniform. That's a total difference. You know what I'm saying? So as soon as something pops off, then they ain't looking at what you wore. They looking at the color of your skin because your skin is your sin. So, So when you think about that, justice works for the people who design the system. But when it's your time to do something, like it doesn't work. Like I say, my thing is with the George Floyd case, you're right. That should have been a swift. That should have been like that's premeditated murder. Dude, you had it in your mind before you even got there, before the encounter, you already knew what you was gonna do to this dude. You knew it. And then you did it and nobody else did anything. Everybody that was in that circle should have been instantly fired and should never have no job on no police force, no security, no private security duties, nothing, nowhere in the country. Until until benefits and and jobs are revoked to that level, like I said, man fire, man fire. I mean, I still had this conversation until you reach that type of level where the consequences are so great. People are, are still going to do the same thing. And these ignorant niggas down here in Memphis, you done been with this police department so long and you done seen so many white people or whatever in the department get away with stuff. You just going to try to see if you can go ahead and get away with it too. And then you so scary. I, I, I just see this from a different angle. You so scary. You didn't go kill a white person 
you kill a black person. So my thing is, how, how does that make you feel? Because like we're known in certain situations for having black on black crime. If you wanted to prove something to me, why you didn't kill one of them white white boys down there? Thank you. Thank that, you. That, that, that's killing how I feel. Is, killing I is killing. I, killing is killing. But my thing is, you have been so conditioned to doing it to your own people ahead mm -hmm. of time, before time. Yeah. You're used to that. Right. Well, it's they don't, they don't. They don't make no mark for me. You want to go kill somebody? Kill somebody outside of your race and see how that works for you. So, so last week when we were in the man cave with, uh, talking about fatherhood, that kind of came up because I, I pushed the issue and said something to the effect of don't blame everything on white people. And one of our guests uh, last week talked about that very thing, about the divide and conquer of Black people and having a mentality of uh, um, you know, I gotta give what's mine, and 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 I should ha not have regard for my other black brother because I, whatever I do has to support what you know white man says for me, and so um, so I do think that that this in part has to do with that slave mentality of, you know, but it's also today's world and black people to me, this is my opinion, is so, is so convoluted. Let me tell you what I mean. We, many of us, not all, but many of us were raised with a kind of a slave mentality. We gotta do this so master won't do this. We gotta do this so the white person do this. We gotta do this to skirt the white person this. We gotta do that to be better than the white person that. Like it was always this scheming, strategic stuff mm -hmm. that's been going on for hundreds of years. Mm -hmm. But now you incorporate that with um, what was supposed to have been civil rights movement, which was the civil rights movement, but not a lot of things actually long-term changed, okay? Mm -hmm. And so now you got a whole set of people who think they're free and equal. They think that they are free and equal but then they still think or were conditioned to think in a slave mentality way. So these five gentlemen, I don't know that they're gentlemen anymore. They're niggas. These five men, black. Niggas. You know, I'm going to get what I want. They see white officers getting what they want. There's a probably a whole bunch of officers in that in that area who are doing things they shouldn't be doing. And that's the code, because we've learned even from the Torrance police in California, mm -hmm. you know, they have their code. Okay. 
And so, so maybe there's been trouble in this area before. I don't know all of that yet. But <clears throat> now you've got these five officers who are going to do the beat down because they're going to they gonna be able to get away with it because this, this is a black man. I'm guessing. I don't know. All the stuff hasn't come out yet as to why exactly they even like you know like. What do y'all think about this? And and that's and that's the thing. I don't think anything <laughs> is going to come out about that because they're going to hide and make provision to cut keep their department stable. Because if they're like I say in Memphis, the 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 ethnicity is majority black. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you think about the 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 funding that they gotta do to keep this this police force working because you already know that they don't like a black police chief no worse, especially especially being a woman. You already know how that can be. You know what I'm saying? So because she did what she needed to do and I commend her too. I think she she executed what she needed to execute rightly and swiftly. Although my thing is man I just can't get away from five police officers. And if you say in the video, these some Arnold Schwarzenegger looking dudes. This dude, this dude wasn't that big, man. Byron, okay. you and I talked about this on the phone yesterday. You know, 29 year old. And, you know, you and I are pretty tough. Like, we can handle our own. Don't tell nobody that. I need, them to think, I need them to think that I'm weak. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to share this. I know. I'm getting ready to share this, y'all. I, I need y'all to see this. I need y'all to see this. Oh, let's talk. As a matter of fact, go ahead and keep talking while I'm trying to load this. Keep so keep going. Fire are are pretty well capable of handling like handling ourselves, but when you are five on one and you don't know where the next punch is coming. And they have badges, guns, and tasers. I mean, you're already pretty much screwed. Yeah, you outnumbered. You outnumbered. I mean, it's it's just crazy, man. I just, I I just don't. I don't like nobody to lose their life. Let me be clear on this show. I'm not. A, I'm not a racist. I just identify uh, with racism because I'm a black man in America, and we know how that can be at any point in time we can have some type of issue just for something simple, you know? So I don't, I, I, I just want people to get along. I, and, you know, I'm not an advocate for Rodney King. I'm just like, really, I want people to get along. Because if you learn a person, you build relationships with a person, man, and you, 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 you establish lifelong friendships. And that's cool, you know what I'm saying? But all that other stuff, man, I ain't with it. And it, it's terrible. I mean, George Floyd was two versus one. <laughs> And there's, I, I know he had committed crimes in the past and he was a felon. There's no way he should have lost his life. Like, you already had him in the position to put him in cuffs and take him in for whatever he was doing. But, dude, Kyrie, that was horrible. I saw that video and I literally watched it with my grandma. We both, like, literally fucking cried. It was absolutely disgusting how they treated him and you know george floyd was two white officers against a black man 
but then you also and you have you know Kyrie Nichols that was five officers that were all black against a black man like what the fuck that's 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 the stuff that the United States portrays man because like I say you have people in offices that's making laws against stuff like this and to to terrorize and incite riots you know what i'm saying like when you talk about like we go back to january 6 i'm just i'm just recapping of last year january 6 all them white folks at capitol hill nobody did nothing there was no armored guard there was no police there was no SWAT team there was none of that now let that been all black on Capitol Hill on January 6th, everybody would have been dead. The tables would have turned. And that is what we talk about sometimes, white privilege. You know, nobody needs to be in the Capitol building that is not authorized to be there. Nobody should invade that. Man, listen. What what make what make what makes a building so special and unique because a person says so? Well, apparently not personal like, documents. Like like that ain't that's that's a piece of property. Okay, yeah, you you destroy stuff, different stuff, but you know, life is more important than a building. You know what I'm saying? Like I agree with you. You you you, you have these people that gets up in the morning and see who I'm a jam up. Oh, some people come out with that mindset, man. And, you know, this is the thing is, you know, I have friends from so many different walks of life, different, you know. They couldn't walk on him like he a football player. Like he go, yeah, I they, mean, so, this nigga so, didn't know. They had two people, two police officers that were holding him down. They were macing him. And one of the officers that was not even required to do anything because they already had him walked up and kicked him in the fucking head. Why yeah. is that necessary? Why is he sitting in this car? What are you getting in his car for? You got your... I can't continue watching this. I can't. Because all of this stuff right here at this moment... You got it this in young his man eye. is up the street laying in the, in, in, in the middle of the street dying. Dying. Be, and and, and y'all giving each other water breaks and, and washing. Well, if you wasn't trying to mace him and tase him and beat the fuck out of him at the same time, maybe you wouldn't Dang. need your buddy to rinse the shit out your eyes. I, I can tell you, I I can tell you this, like this. I, can I tell watched you like this, this last night for the first time and I watched the George Floyd video and I was 100% disgusted by both of them. It's the same. It's the same, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it, it doesn't it may, doesn't make any difference. I'm at liberty to say this: Hey, if they if they don't go to jail, somebody family gonna see them. Oh, they're fucked. Trust me. They gonna somebody because, like, I mean, they they they, they, they gonna see them. 
Because, like I say, Memphis, Memphis is like St. Louis. Memphis is a small city, but they got some wild cats down in Memphis. <laughs> you know what? What another thing is? What was hard for me is people that they see this, they are aware of the of the duality in in. In, um, in law enforcement. You have so much corruption, you have so much division, and you have so much racism just in that amongst yourself, right? And people going into the academy, they're aware, they're aware. Even if you come from a family of law enforcement, you are aware of the inside fuckery that goes on. Yet, to your own people, the, the heinous of it all. And this, it, it, no matter how much is being recorded, you got people gung-ho to go into the academy thinking, I want to change this. And that, and I, I, and I have family members that said, I can't, I can't understand. And I don't think I ever, looking at this, be able to wrap my brain around the fact or why would you even want to be a part of something like that? Even if your intentions are pure. And I get that a lot of people go into these, go into being a lawyer, go into these, uh, these, these fields with every intention of wanting to make change. But you still have in the back of your mind the stuff that you know like this goes on. And you still want to go put on the badge and represent everything that stuff stands for. See, this Whether you're black, white, Latino, I don't care. If you see this going on in your community every day, every day, and you are aware on every level the fuckery and the hidden agendas going on, why are you so, so dead set on putting on that fucking uniform, going out to be a part of it. Because I can't yeah, and never will be able to support that because I don't understand the mentality to make you want to be a part of, uh, be affiliated, associated uh, uh, in, in any kind of way with, with that uniform and, and every, every, the history behind it. And I'm not knocking all police officers because they're not all bad. You know, they're, you think about what my dad does. He's a financial advisor. There are people that I know personally who have embezzled from people and taken to federal prison. But when you have a badge and a gun, people will use that. You know, maybe they were bullied. Maybe they just want to be badass, but they take it too fucking far. You know, and it's sad because this young man lost his life. And that's, that's not fair. Like, he didn't rob a bank. He didn't rob a home. He didn't do any home invasion. He didn't break in anything. Didn't steal a car. I mean, why is he dead? You know, I mean, some, when it's five on one, you are outnumbered. You have five guns, five tasers you know, multiple rounds against you. He was screaming for his mom in that video. He was half a mile away and he's hoping that she could hear him. 
and he was crying for his life. Well, I'm gonna tell you like this. I hope they hang them up and shoot them all. Because my Fair thing enough. is my thing is these these officers, they knew better, man. They knew better. <laughs> and like I said, you 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 think that you want to do whatever it is you want to do behind a badge and a gun, man. That's the mentality that a lot of officers have. You know what I'm saying? And I get it if somebody puts you, you your your life is in danger and you're trying to protect yourself and you have to bring somebody down. They say that this dude was in a routine traffic stop. Yep. That's so 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 you just you had it on your mind and on your heart to do something to prove to somebody like I, I don't even know like I say man these this this stuff I'm watching right here is like I get I really get why the millennials don't play no games with these guys. I get why they around here carrying pistols and bags and choppers on their seat. Because they know if we have we see all this and we see these encounters all the time, okay, well that's the case. If that's how we play in the game, like somebody told me, tell me the rules to the game and let me play. <laughs> so if these are the rules to the game, then I'm gonna run around with a chopper on my seat too. So when the police come around, hey, we on equal ground. It ain't fair when you ain't playing the game right. If I ain't got no gun and you got all the guns, then the game ain't fair. But if I got a gun and you got a gun, we equal up. So I can understand. I can understand why these guys, these young guys out here killing these police. I want to ask you, you all a question because I am the token white guy. George Floyd, I still agree, was horrible. It was two versus one, two people with badges that were white against a black. Which one do you think would be worse? Because there were five black, massively sized officers against one individual on a routine traffic stop. Man, anytime. I'm not saying they equally this I, equally fucked up because even though with George Foreman, it was one or two, you had a group of them standing around watching. Yeah. You had a group, and it didn't matter that they were bigger. They did, and they knew this dude. They, the, the dude with George, they knew they had previous encounters with him. This they called the Scorpion Squad. They go out terrorizing people anyway because they can do it mm -hmm. same mentality as these other people and they didn't have to know him so yep. to me uh, uh, uh even I'm... though the white people with george foreman and these are black they george floyd george, george floyd george 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 foreman I'm is a boxer i'm sorry i'm sorry but i'm just saying to answer your question neither one is worse than they're both equally I, fucked up. I, I see that different. I see it different. I agree with what, what Red Dragon of Ford is saying, but the encounter with George Floyd and the police, the reason they had an encounter with him, because that dude, George Floyd, used to work security in a club. That dude was 6'6", six, six, about 250 pounds. He could have handled that dude sitting on his back. He could have handled that dude sitting on his back with no question. He chose not to, though. He, yeah, he, and, that's, and that's the thing. Because you get this thing in your mind that you're supposed to obey the law. 
<laughs> you supposed to do what they tell you to do. But when your life is on the line, I, I think that negates obeying anything. You know, um, it, it, even even here's here's a quote, even the Bible tells you obey government. But it says if it causes you to go against something, against God, then you don't do that. So my thing is a lot of a lot of what's happening in these situations is this has been years of conditioning and ideologies being planted into people to do these things. I mean, if you're around a killer all day, nine times out of 10, you're going to become a killer. If you're around these type of people all day, you're going to start, it's going to start rubbing off on you to start trying little small stuff. They didn't just jump into that. They, they started off doing petty crime and getting away with it and then they got up to something like this that just went way too far and these guys right here like i say i ain't even, i ain't even got no smoke for them man i hope all of them hang i hope all of them drop in the in the in the in the state boy penitentiary and i hope all of them get shot and get got in the penitentiary because my thing is you deserve it how many it. times do you need to mace somebody i mean you have five fucking people and a routine police stop. That's what I'm saying. It's a routine it, police it, it, stop. You don't like even know what's going on. And five fucking cars or 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 or, or the jump squad come out for a routine traffic stop. Now, I, isn't that excessive after all this training after the Floyd incident? Everybody wants to go in and retrain and and re so you can't say you wasn't a part of that. So when you come to a police stop, a routine traffic stop, is it protocol to have six different cars pull up on somebody before you run their information? Yes, it because is. Because he didn't yes. even have he yes. didn't even have warrants or anything. That, that's what yes, I'm it to get yes, it yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. The, and the reason I know that, the reason I know that, because I've been in that situation. So anytime that there is an incident with a black person anytime for whatever your tail light is out and they pull you over whatever now in the city of st louis they're going to call at least two cars if you're in the county if you're in the county you may have three or four cars pull up behind you because of the incidents that has been going on with the police department the problem that i have with this is first lady said on the last um uh, defunding the police. I'm trying to find out where they got the money to pull up all these police because she was telling me how how where, the way it goes is the process. Once a call comes in, then you got to find a car to dispatch. But all these cars showed up at the same time. Yeah. So I have so, I have a question. So, have a so question. where they getting their money from? So Fire, I've been to your personal house. And I know you where don't you. Live. My, my <laughs> old office was down there, and you know I've I've never had any problems down there besides one guy that tried to carjack me. And believe me, I put the fear of God in him. But you know the police down there are so busy dealing with severe crimes, you know, and they they just don't have the time to deal with this kind of stuff. I mean, there are murders. There's all kinds of stuff. And, you know, out where I live, it is all speeding violations. So, you know, like you said, routine traffic stop. I mean, how is this 
that, uh, that we're all looking at together today necessary? Like what in the actual hell happened on he that? He was black. And the black cops wanted to prove to their superior white officers that they on the team. I heard that they were, this was a Scorpion squad. And this was a squad specifically formulated in that uh, area to uh, address uh, high crime issues. The only problem with that is that particular, that same squad that was of, of, of black officers or whatever, um, have been reported to be doing the opposite. Instead of policing, they are actually terrorizing. So this particular squad that had been put together by that department for the sole purpose of policing uh, harsher crimes uh, has been taking that and running wild terrorizing. They've been getting reports uh, this isn't the first instance that this particular squad has terrorized. This is the first instance where it's gone so horribly left and got videotaped. But this is my so thing. the fact that this has this squad has actually been active and doing this for a while. And I read that uh, I did read that in the article because, I, like I said, I could not see bear to see the tape, but I watched the press conference with the mother. And then I did see, uh, read the article. I, I forgot uh, what what newspaper article it was, but they were just reporting that uh, that squad, that particular squad that these officers were a part of, uh, that's what they were formulated for that's and had been operating to uh, you know, and, and and been getting so many numerous reports prior to this. Incident. It's a it's a drug enforcement squad, is what it is. Okay, mm -hmm. so that when you when you say that, that means that you take uh, certain officers out of the regular system and train them in tactical, which is like the same thing you do as a SWAT team. So mm -hmm. now you have these regular officers that have this ability to go do something, it's basically like the modern day uh, Denzel Washington movie training day. You mm -hmm. are fit in places, sometimes undercover, to take down and gain information. So if you do that, not, not like I say, everybody know, if you do that, when you go into certain places, there are going to be variables that happen. Like you go into a certain place with a known top cat that's a drug dealer. Guess what you're going to find? You're going to find our uh, drugs. You're going to find our money. You're going to find our people. Okay, so now you're collecting this. All that stuff don't make it to the police station. Listen, no. I, remember, I remember one time they had a special officer who kicked in a door. I forgot what this was, but we had a video of it a while ago and kicked in the door and he found drugs, cocaine on the freaking table. The officer took the, the drugs and started slipping it on the table. Oh, hell no. Have you ever seen the no. laser? With, speaking of training day with Denzel Washington, who is one of my favorite actors of all time. You ever seen the equalizer? Yes. Of course. 
Yes. Okay. I say, I mean, so you think about people who are doing these things, man. Like I say, man, like Cat Williams say, I ain't saying you can't trust nobody, but can't nobody be trusted. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying, man, you what do you think that's going to happen when you don't have honest, legit people in doing this? And then the name of the game is police don't make a whole lot of money. To do what they do, they do not make a whole lot of money. Matter of fact, in some states, firemen make more money than police. So, so do teachers, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, so what, what do you think you're going to do? If you if you don't have the ability to pay somebody and to up their salary, guess what they're going to do? They're going to do whatever they can to support their kids and do what they got to do, regardless if they in a blue uniform, a brown uniform, or they're a U.S. Marshal or whatever the case may be. Which brings me to my point when I said stressed earlier, you see this stuff going on, you know what's going on, and yet you so gung-ho to put on and go straight to the academy because you want to initiate change. I, You know what? Uh, find something else. Listen, listen I'm going to tell you like else. this. I'm going to tell you like this. This is a public service announcement. Mm. Public service announcement. ESA, let's go. There are more citizens in, in the country than there is military and police in any city or state. Mm -hmm. If you really want to stop something, you can. You, you can because there are more citizens, just public citizens, anywhere by far. Mm -hmm. they I, I read a study and it said just in the state of Minnesota, there are more legal gun owners than any military in the rest of the world. World. Mm -hmm. I read that before. You want to come fuck with us? We got Minnesota, or Minnesota, St. Louis, Chicago, LA, DC, and, like and up, and South up, and Dakota, up. North Dakota, like Listen. Texas. Don't fuck with us. You're going to fuck with us and find out. Let's Listen, go. All I'm simply saying is, per capita, in New York alone, that's over 6 million people in New York City alone. That's just one city. <laughs> that ain't even including the five boroughs around it. You go to L.A., you talk about L.A. have always had the number one worst police department on the planet. That's why they try to make all the movies about the L.A. police department to try to butter it up and make it get better than what it is. L.A., man, there's more people in L.A. alone than there is people on the police force. I have, and if I have, you notice, we have no leaders, no martyrs, no activists now Uh because of that, knowing that there is more uh, citizen, there is more power in the people. Yeah. But because we had strong leaders that were able to lead consciously uh, and influence these people in a way to stand up and realize the power they had. They've well, either been exiled, executed, doped up, or they are uh, in jail. So and, and now, what leaders do you have to empower the people to, to make them aware, hey, you have this power. You don't have to be afraid 
and back down. If you band together and, and stand up, then yeah, there is a way to get things done because we outnumber the, the oppressor. We out, but because Clearly. of the way we are conditioned to believe and think, well, then we I, feel that we are we're, we're divided I, I and you, have no I, power. I think you, I think you're right because I don't want to be a leader if I know eventually I got to get shot for somebody else's issue. Mm-hmm. Nope, nope, that, no, thank you. You know, you know what I'm saying. But the only place that usually happens is in a black setting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The reason Kennedy got killed is because he was for black people. Mm-hmm. In in a certain in a certain he was it was a political move, but mm-hmm. he did things for a political game to help move things around, along the way for him ultimately and what he wanted to do. And then when you talk about Abraham Lincoln, that was the same situation. Although that was a white boy who got killed. He was in it. That 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 whole that for whole emancipation. Person. That whole emancipation. We already know that was not for black people. Oh yeah, they didn't that consider us That was we were property. Yeah, I mean, it it was it was political. All of it was political. All I'm saying mm-hmm. is, you had cats like Malcolm. You had cats like H. Rap Brown. You had guys like freaking uh uh. What is what is the, what is the um what is his name? Fred Hammond. Fred Hammond. The music. Okay, we can bring the music. I'm sorry. Maybe he can sing us a song. Right. <laughs> I'm talking about the dude in um that they uh the Black Panther music uh movie that they did uh uh. You talking about H. Rap Brown? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, so you have. See, I'm so like bad that, with names. Like, like, yeah, I'm not. I read too much. So, like, so <laughs> what is what is the guy named that look like? I told you, look like Kermit the Frog, but he's like James Ball. James Ball. James Ball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh my god. Yeah, so you got man. He don't remind me of Kermit the Frog, but the boy was intellectual. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You go back and look at some stuff on James Ball, where you could tell he was he was that dude. You know what I'm saying? But you got all these people that put their life on the line to try to move stuff forward. And some people just don't want to see you moving forward. Prime example, uh, Black Wall Street. Black Wall Street was formulated by all Black people to actually come together and, and work with each other without outside help. This city was, this, 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 this market was so good at what they did with these Black people. It took one whole year one whole year for a dollar to leave outside of their community. One year. You know how impossible that is right now? Like, and then the people that they, they weren't bothering nobody. Guess what happened to them? When you go back and check that, the government bombed them because they didn't even have to deal with the white folks. It don't matter if you want to deal with them or don't because of who they are, and I'm not saying all of them, because of who they are, because of who they are, they want what they want when they want it, regardless if you're working with them or not. When they see that a Black person is successful and doing well, they want to make that look like nothing. But I'm going to be real friendly to you, real kind to you. 
the only reason you have systems and aqueducts and different things and railroads is because of black people. The United States was built off the backs of black people and Asian people. So when you talk well, we got five that, black men who have done what we tore this world up for. We tore this nation up because of it just two years, three years ago. They did exactly the same, same thing. thing. I agree with you. As some white officers did. And they need to be held accountable, just as accountable as the white ones were not. I, I totally yeah, agree. With you. I agree. I, I, I agree. totally agree with you. I, because I, I believe that the white, I, I, you know, I, when you look at listen, system, I'm just sitting up listening. listening. Yeah, I'm, okay, hold, give me, give me a second, give me a second, Red Dragon, because I've been sitting here quietly. Yes. I've been just over here producing. I've been over here listening. Okay. <laughs> I'm showing the I'm showing the videos. I'm so I'm just sitting here. Ask for your opinion, anyways, girl. Okay. <laughs> so give me a second. Just if you can hold that thought. I don't want to shut you off. I just want to just interject it for a minute. I I I don't care. They are in my eyes. They are just as bad, if not worse. I I know about the Black history. We have you right by. We have talked about all these different things within Black history. We have we we have talked about the the, the divisiveness, how white people have di have divided us. We have talked. Yes, 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 and yes. Yes, and yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I agree got with it. you. We got it. <laughs> However, right is right, wrong is wrong, yeah. and these niggas wrong. Yeah. Oh, did I say? I'm sorry. Did I say? <laughs> I thought I was supposed to run the nigga word all day long. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Like, Oops. We didn't beat that. Dude, <laughs> um, this needs to be heard. Dude, these, I want, I want this poem. My son first learned and shocked all the white people at his school because he knew poetry and they thought he didn't know poetry. They thought he didn't like poetry, but his mama was letting him read James Baldwin when he was five and six and seven and eight and nine, ten years old. His mom was letting him read James Baldwin for poetry because he didn't like the white people poetry with all the flim flam, flippy flam. He didn't like that. Okay, maybe I should have let him read a little Robert Frost. But anyway, I was letting him read because, uh, you know, we talked about this on fatherhood, how some mothers did with their sons because they knew they wasn't men, so they had to figure out. Okay, so he, he was reading James Baldwin, the one he loved the most because he was a little boy and it was the one that I would allow him to say a cuss word <laughs> because it was poetry. But it has new meaning to me right now. It has new meaning to me. I want to read it to you. Mm -hmm. 3 a.m. for David is what it's called. Two black boots on the floor. Figuring out what the walking's for. Two black boots now. 
together. Learning the price of the stormy weather to say nothing of the wear and tear on the motherfucking leather. <laughs> it has new meaning for me now. I pulled it up for this because white cop, black cop. I don't care if he's a white cop. We got two black boots on the floor. Mm. Figuring out what the walking's for. Which way you gonna walk? How you gonna walk? Where you gonna walk? What you gonna do when you walk? How you gonna live? How you mm. gonna live? Two black boots now, together. I'll walk towards a hurricane. Learning the price of the stormy weather. Mm -hmm. What it's gonna cost you. It's a bitch out here. Yeah. We got black cow, we got white cow, we got me too, we got this too, we got LGBTQ, I element of P. We got we got all this stuff going on and people's feelings and and we still talking about the January 6th riots and we still talking about George Floyd, which we should. We still talking about Breonna Taylor, which there we should. Of, there are a lot of movements. I mean, you throw in, you know, Black Lives Matter and and Tifa is starting to come back out after, you know, what happened, you know, down in Memphis. I mean, okay, so I'm going to start a movement tomorrow. I need y'all to all support my movement. I, I ain't came so, with the acronym like yet. The so saying, there's a we lot got these stuff. two black boots now together, hmm. learning the price of the stormy weather there's to say price. nothing of the wear and tear on the motherfucking leather. You have the wear and tear, the actual beating, Tyree, the actual beating. You have the wear and tear on the mental state of people, not just black, not just white. Everybody. Everybody. Everybody, Everybody. all inclusive. Dude, I love go, on, go on, talk now. I, I put my stuff in. Go. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I agree with you. Like This I, boy, I, listen, this boy had, this boy had his 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 injuries, his injuries. I was waiting because I was trying to pull it up. This this boy's injuries. <sighs> yes, it's I, I, I don't even want you to bring that up. I don't even want you to bring that up because my thing is the mentality of them people, them cops. Uh what are you, what are, his, uh lungs what, what, what are you gonna say? What are you going to say to your own kids? Because we know them police probably have kids. How are you going to tell your own kids what made you do this? And then when somebody does it to your kids, now what you going to do? Because now you put yourself in a place and your children and your family in a place where they're going to be picked on. They're going to they're going to be targeted. They're going to be targeted for what you did. So how how do you how do you fathom that? See that's why see that's why the Bible says this, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Bingo. When you do stuff, you better expect somebody to do it to you. That's that's another reason why it's still hard for me to be supportive 
of anyone after seeing all this want to run to the police academy. I want to be a cop. I want to join the force. And even if you come from a family of law enforcement, sooner or later, it, I don't know, with what you see and right in front of you, is that something you really want to be affiliated with? But I think, After, I, I mean, I can understand. Now, I do get that we all have dreams and goals, or we all see things that we have wanted for a long time for ourselves. And maybe getting in law enforcement is a springboard for something bigger. I really do understand how that works. But given the history of police brutality, period, no matter what color, police brutality in general has gotten so far out of control that it doesn't matter if they're wearing body cameras. It doesn't matter if they have been pulled off and had sensitivity, ethnicity training. It does not matter because you brought up two very important things that seems to be hard to erase. Conditioned thinking and generational uh, influence. If those two in and of itself are so strong that you cannot break the mentality of people born under that and you have people just wanting to feed into this machine of, of this ongoing cycle without ever seeing any progression. Everybody wants to be a part to change it, but when you get in there and see there's so much red tape and so much political BS that change is not even possible. I the only people, thing you can do is be a part of the wheel or get the fuck off. I think I think this is this is one thing that people need to do, and this is what thing that uh, Huey P. Newton uh, tried to do in his era of time. He created a force of people to actually police his own community. Now that I think is a great idea. I don't believe that you need to the need the government or the 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 politicians to have a police force now if you want to say defund the police and and do that okay fine but get some people in your own community that can start uh policing for themselves and when they come to your neighborhood you have somebody in charge to deal directly with the police that keeps the rest of the community out of the way because we need you to do this this and this over here like some of the things that happens over here in north st louis doesn't happen in chesterfield and dogtown and 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 uh all them other places it just doesn't you know what I'm saying? Because they have people in place to deal with issues and delegate what needs to happen and what needs to happen. I, I rolled past the street yesterday in uh in, in Midtown. They had a open hole that they was working on, Spire was working on, and didn't put a metal plate over it after they left. It was in the city. If you would have went to Chesterfield, they ain't no way in the world. Mm -mm. They would have let that go on. They couldn't leave until they put a metal plate over that hole. You, you see what I'm saying? Because you got to know how to deal with people 
and to direct people to do what you need them to do, especially if you paying them. Mm. All police funding comes from taxes of the government, the government and your, your local government. Thank you. That, that, I'm going to switch this over for a second. January 10th, when this young man died, was three days after the stop. He died due, to, and I know you didn't want to hear it, but I'm going to say it anyway, because right. I'm going to say it outside and I'm going to say it loud and strong, because people need to hear what police brutality does. He died due to injuries sustained in the use of force incident of officers. That's what was quoted by a statement from the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation. Extensive bleeding caused by a severe beating, plain and simple. Hemorrhage. You, you just quite beat the living hell out of this man. That's what you did. That's what the autopsy found. Extensive bleeding caused by severe bleeding. And we saw it in this video. Now these officers, these officers have already been charged. <coughs> Let's name them. Officer Tadarius Bean. Demetrius Haley, Emmett Martin III, Desmond Mills Jr., Justin Smith. Excessive use of force. They were they were they terminated for failing in their excessive use of force duty to intervene and duty to render aid. They've each been charged with second degree murder, aggravated assault, two charges of aggravated kidnapping, two charges of official misconduct, one charge of official oppression. All of this is according to the Shelby County Criminal Court and the Shelby County, County Jail Records. They deserve it all. Now, I think they did, deserve a hanging. Who did what, what, who, which one did what? We don't know, but they've all been charged and all been fired. I think all four of us degree or, or, or agree. This is bullshit. You know, mm. those officers deserve to just be done. I'm not going to go into depth, but I think you guys know what I say when I say done. I think they need to reenact the firing squad and shoot them a lot of times and see how that inflicts pain and see how. That's, I don't die. think I think that's too good for them. I think that the fun the the punishment should fit the crime. Let oh, so them get beat just... and tased uh, without no uh, 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 and kick the same way they did him. I, well, I, I can agree with that too. You know, I'm saying, hey, just bring a, bring them bring bring them out to the street of Memphis. We know mm -hmm. where they don't have no badges and they don't have no guns now. And every time you see them, just beat the living daylights out of them. Red and, and, 
you know what? You know what? They might feel you can do whatever to me. So you know what? Let them sit down and take their youngest child, youngest offspring, and do the same thing to them. Let them I, 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 I agree with that. Too. So let me interject one more time. Let me interject one more time. I don't disagree with you on that at all. Like, just fucking throw them in the streets and be like, hey, these officers that took this innocent kid's life for a simple fucking pullover beat the shit out of all of them. He was outnumbered. You put a block, one city block in Memphis around him and them, you know, they'll be outnumbered. Fucking go to work. Let me interject. Two Memphis Fire Department employees who were part of it, the initial patient care, have also been fired. I can believe that because they on the scene, right? They didn't, they they probably didn't do enough and they probably didn't act swift enough. Because if you are a paramedic and you are a, in there and you arrive to the scene where you know law enforcement has something to yeah. do with this, right. I would be a I'd be a snitch bitch. I'd be telling on everybody while I'm trying to mend this po boy back together and pop put him on my back and try and run him to the hospital. So I was talking to somebody yesterday, and they was at a, a intersection near Forest Park. And they were in class and all of a sudden this person ran out the class, the teacher ran out the class to go see what was going on. Somebody had, this girl was on the top of a hood of a car and the car stopped and threw her off the car. The police is down the street trying to respond. The fire department is trying to respond and EMS is a block or so away. Why did they tell me that these people were going around in circles? You heard the sirens far, and then you heard the sirens near, but they weren't close enough to finally get to the scene. The police pulled up on the scene and stood on the side of their car. Where did you say that was at? Near Oakland, near Forest Park School. So this is where my other grandma lives this so this 19 year old girl black girl so this is a whole issue you got people who are supposed to be out there helping and saving lives but yet you don't do nothing and that was the argument that i had with first lady on the last show is because my thing is they get that when they feel like it and i i like i say i don't care and I know the process in which she told me, but I know it'd be a lot of police in the area because they do a lot of other stuff that they ain't got no business doing over there. So right. people in the area, <laughs> but, but but how to call come in and respond and respond like I told them. I was like, man, if there's a shooting in North St. Louis, ain't nobody showing up until it's over. Thank you. So you 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 got to be you got to be quick. You got to be the one to call it in, have your emergency flashes on, and be your own ambulance transport to get that person to safety. Exactly, exactly. Because because if you waiting on anybody, they are sure to die. But exactly, and then so go ahead. 
I want to say this. Tyree moved to Memphis uh, for a job. He ended up, because of COVID, he ended up getting caught there. You know how, mm-hmm. you know, with disasters and, and right. stuff, people end up getting caught where they were. Right. Maybe they never intended to stay there. Like a lot of people with Katrina moved to Houston. They never left. Yeah. Right. I mean, uh, Harvey, Katrina, whatever it was. Right. They never left. Katrina, they never left. Okay. So COVID did that to him. The shutdown happened. He got stuck. But this young man had Crohn's disease. So this is why it's a digestive uh, issue. Yeah. This is why he was 140, 145 pounds. All right. 6'3. Yeah. Ain't no, ain't no way. 140, 145 pounds. Right. He was yelling, Mama, Mama. So he must have been that are coming after him, beating the shit out of him with weapons and macing him. He didn't I want him. us to be just as upset as we were with the police for George Floyd. I yeah. want us to be I, just I, as upset. I I, I, I agree. I agree with you. I think I think somebody in Memphis. This is another public service announcement. I think somebody in Memphis. I think y'all need to start tearing up stuff. I think y'all need to call for justice and demand justice right now because just because they black don't give them no go pass go card don't they don't you know what I'm saying? Are you talking about causing riots and burning shit to the ground? Yeah, why not? You gotta always have. Well, a they doing it in uh, Atlanta. Actually, gotta, they had an incident, yeah. a pre gotta, a similar incident this, in Atlanta, this, and man. they had to enforce a uh, martial law. Because they, I hope they, they didn't. Up in Atlanta. I hope they didn't enforce no. Okay, well, I ain't talking they about burning they up they and down. So I'm not going. I ain't going down with fire on that one. Listen, I ain't talking about I, burning up what, and down. What, what, what I'm saying, with that, what, and here's why. So obviously he was outnumbered, outgunned, and he had no chance in hell. When they made up their mind, they were going to beat the living shit out of him until he died. I disagree with that 100. percent But You've seen Antifa and everybody just fucking burning shit to the ground. That's horrible. His own mother even asked for nobody to create peacefully protests. Don't create any damage. Don't put like shit down. Okay. Break windows. So so here we go. So here we go. Back into a history lesson. And just, just to keep it short and to the point. What has marching ever did for any black person? Oh, thank you. Somebody say it. Tell, tell me, what has a peaceful protest ever did for anybody during the 60s to get where they need to be? Get you hosed, get you beaten, get you I'm waiting on your response because one thing I know about white people, if you hurt the financial system of white people. Now we have something to talk about. All right. So, so, um, so, here, here's- so, 
please tell me when Martin Luther King was shot on the Lorraine Hotel protesting peacefully, what did that do for him or the people around him? I stood on that balcony and I don't care about you standing on the balcony. Please tell me what that did. That was marching peacefully. They were still getting holes while on the other end, Malcolm was saying by any means necessary. Thank you. Even, but even Malcolm retracted. Even I'm, Malcolm I'm retracted his, his... Malcolm retracted after he came back from Mecca and he seen that all white people and black people were getting along over in another country. And that's when Malcolm came back and they killed Malcolm because of that. So I'm back to square one. Please tell me what marching has to do with you getting anything that you want. I think it takes action. Then I'll tell you what, if you want to burn down St. Louis, just fucking go light a fire. I'll I think every city needs to be burned. Because when you don't, when you when you burn things down and when you level, and when I say burn, I don't mean burn in the physical all the time. But when I'm saying burn like now, you need to take the foundation of systems down to nothing. And level the place. What, is that, what does that help? What does it help? Because that's that's where all the money is coming in. This is how they generate money off of us through infrastructure. If so, you take okay, I need to speak white person. Excuse me. Let me speak white person. Hold on. Give me a second. Give me a second. Let me speak. Let me speak white person. Miles away from where fire lives. I had rocks thrown through my motherfucking windows. I put fifteen thousand dollars putting back into it. I had graffiti torn off it. It fucked my goddamn life up. You want to fuck up my business? I will use police is messing up. Police is messing up black people's lives all day long. Thank you, and our businesses, and, our, and whatever we have. So, what's the difference between your business and ours? Right. If we tore this shit down, then ain't nobody making money. I'm sorry, but you gonna pay attention to what we got to say. So okay, quick. but when you need something done, let him talk. Burn down the goddamn business. Who the fuck are you gonna call? We don't call the police. No we ain't calling nobody. Okay, because so as I, you see, as you see, can get together and rebuild. Communities can get together and rebuild. Can I say something? It's stupid to you because you on the outside of the fence token white guy, and this ain't no shot at you. This is just a simple fact, and we understand commerce. I'm not a what racist. You, what, shit what, 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 I'm telling, what, what, I'm, what I'm telling you, what I'm telling you is that we understand commerce. The only thing white people respect is black, white, and green. <laughs> now, however you look at that, that's what it is. They were about their money. You affect the money flow, then things have to stop. That's why they did blew up Black Wall Street. We were a threat to their economy. They wanted to continue to control. And how better way to do it than to go and fuck all our shit up and blow our e ecosystem out so that we are have no choice but to bring that commerce back to them. Okay, can so I when say we've something? had history has proven when we've stepped away from that system and 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 came across in our own then we were blown up, infiltrated, uh, and, and- Can I say and, something now? I'm sorry. Okay. 
So that show is fun to me. So what what we can't do tell them why I gotta look at me. I'm the only white per I'm the only other white person in the room. <laughs> what what me and you cannot do is take what's being said here on the show personal to our own life because I need you to understand that you and I and Fire and Red Dragon are friends in real life, not, not just on this podcast. And you are here, you are here because we want every side of the coin to be shown. That's what the show is about. Yeah. It's not about you and them saying you token white guy is this. It's about what what Caucasians represent sometimes. Some some Caucasians represent sometimes. I'm going to say something to you. You and I had a conversation off camera where you admitted that it was wrong. And you and I had a conversation, a long conversation about how you were treated in a traffic stop. And you told me that you knew had it been a black person, it would have gone differently. Very true. I remember okay. that conversation. I heard that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you're here because we know you ain't one of them kind of people. Yeah, because you, you would be but, fired. But you can, but you Smile. can speak to the injustice to the opposite side because you you are able to live in that side you right. walk in that side and you see it and you know it's wrong and you feel like and you have said to us when like when that traffic stop happened for you you knew it was wrong but you felt like you it wasn't anything you could do to make it different but you saw you saw that they were treating you differently you could see in your head or play it out in your head that had it been fired, it would have been played out different. And that is correct. I don't okay. I don't disagree with that. Okay. I had a loaded firearm in my side console in my truck that was right above my insurance policy. And I told the cop, I'm like, my ID is right here. It's in my left pocket. May I reach for it? And I gave it to him and I said, my insurance and registration are sitting underneath a loaded 45 Glock. I'm like, how do you want to handle this? And he just asked me to get out of the truck and go stand behind it while he got it. He ran all my stuff and he goes, since you were so respectful, I'll give you a warning. That is white privilege. I'm not disagreeing with that. You know, and, and I've told both of you that story. You know, Red Dragon, I, I, I don't know if you've ever heard that, but I mean, it's, it's not a lie. It's the truth. Uh, all, I, all, all I'm saying to you, man, is I'm not I'm not sending my comments towards you. 
I'm just telling you, and I, I don't want you to get an influx of thinking that. I'm just telling you the system that has been designed. I know, for, but here's for, where I come into play is, you know, I, even on our fun, we had a really good podcast on uh, New Year's Eve, and I mm -hmm. was talking about blowing shit up, and I was talking about fireworks. Mm -hmm. You're literally talking about setting cities on fire. And, I, and, and the reason I say that, the reason I say that, because I know it has got things done. And like I said, the answer, the answer to your question, Martian ain't never did nothing for no black person. So here's what I'd like to see happen with regards to those words, setting something on fire. Just blame. So, so the first thing I'm going to say is insane rhetoric does not uh, condone actually getting a match or some and kind of combustible fire, and setting yeah. stuff on fire. Yeah, we don't. Because I will turn him in myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. That's first I things first. Next thing is not um I, I think what he's not what he's not showing or what he's not saying is what he's what's not coming across is that the words set it on fire can happen in a lot of different ways. Ways, exactly. Okay. And so he's using this imagery, set it on fire, but he's talking about commerce. He's talking about commerce. Yeah. And, and commerce, not in the sense that you took it about Let's take a brick and throw something through your window. Hmm. I'll fucking shoot you if you fucking. Okay. There will be some shooting people. Not everything is done. I got bulletproof vests and seventeen guns and nine thousand rounds of armor. In twenty twenty, no friend. In twenty twenty three, not everything is done in the way of the the watch riots. Right. Exactly. In 2023, not everything still happens, but not everything is done in the way of the watch riots. What he's talking about is imagery. All right. Okay, so imagery to commerce. Let's stop having the buying power of Black people shop at white companies. Mm-hmm. And that's on every level. Tech, because black people, millionaires on every level, tech companies, clothing companies. We make it famous. Every there's there's millionaires famous. on every level. And what he's saying is let's stop, let's stop and go to black owned businesses or Filipino businesses or mm -hmm. Spanish businesses or Let's go to other businesses than white businesses. Right. When it comes to the police. Okay. Let's do other things than the way than the way in which we've been doing them. Don't That's what he's talking about. Yeah, because now this lady, this lady, I'm gonna I'm gonna need y'all to let me talk now. I've been pretty quiet. Go ahead. Okay. This police uh police chief this police chief she talked about how 
the moment the video started, the at the traffic stop, like getting out of the car to go and talk to this man in his car, she said that they were already escalated. The police officers were already escalated. So not any part of this of this takedown of this young man was done in a in a way that is a um, parallel to their training. Mm -hmm. And then when it came down to the part where they were supposed to be de-escalating, they couldn't because they were already escalated. So he's talking about stuff like that. Okay. Come away from the 1960s, 70s, 80s era of I'ma throw something in your window. Right. It's about using our heads, what my father used to call them noggin. The noggin. Use your noggin. Okay. And and making a change that is so impactful that finally you are being heard because the actual sit-ins of the 60s where they where they work to some degree then they will not work today the show won't because so, our youngsters are not even there they're not in that headspace no word close no not to be peaceful, no. And, and and this this is what I'm saying. I I agree with my sister is saying, like one thing that did work in the '60s when Martin Luther King pulled everybody together, and this works toward the point of commerce. Token white guy is what he did was he boycotted the bus system. When he boycotted the bus system. The white people start looking around and say, we're not making enough money to sustain what is going on. They figured out that because of the boycott, that black people were the majority of riders on the bus. Since that was the case, they had to come together and have a meeting to find out what can we do to get this back in rotation. That's all I'm saying. When you affect a person's dollar, they want to incite some type of change to keep money rolling. But you got to have a principle or a premise to do that from. Now, and when you go and vote, and you vote, and you actually, and you actually pay attention to what's going on with the candidates, because they got this candidate now. Uh, I'm going to go again. What's no? What's the boy's name? Token white guy. What's the boy's name? I can't remember what state he's in, but now they got pictures of him. He said he was a. He said his grandparents were Jewish, but they weren't. He's a drag queen and a trans person, but he said he wasn't. I don't okay. Know. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. I did see an article on him. Okay, him. so 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 this one I'm talking about. We're not digging deep enough and paying close enough to 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 what these people who are running for office. We're just going on the rhetoric 
so, that they're using that fits our agenda so and not really paying attention so when you go and vote now you got all see it's all mixed up in there Gumbo. that's what he's talking about that's what he's talking about Biden things are not where they should be and we need to just reset Biden is out of his fucking mind. There is no place for him in any place of politician. Like he should just enjoy his money he made from China and retire. You know. Okay, but when do we? But when do? No but when do we actually vote properly? When do we vote properly? We gotta vote properly. We gotta think. You know we gotta I'm strategize. We gotta know, hit people's businesses. By not by not putting our money there. Okay, well, I got two people in Texas and one person in Florida. And there's also Nikki Haley, who would be an amazing president or vice president. But Nikki Haley, Ted Cruz, Ron DeSantis, and Donald Trump. Any combination of those two, I will take. And McCarthy's been doing a great job actually answering questions, not like a fucking pussy. So you want Donald Trump to be back in office? I would that- rather have Ron DeSantis as the president and Ted Cruz as our vice president. That okay, is- so now I'm going to say this one more time. Trump okay, gonna, Trump is Hold on. We, It's almost time for us to go, but let me say this, because this is a whole different show. We're going to have to think about this five. We want to have a, this show. Okay, because I got a lot to say on this one, but hold on. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell y'all like I told y'all when George W. was running for office. And I'm going to tell you now, and you need to hear my words, because I'm the only Texan on the panel. No, you're not. You're okay, dead. that's right. <laughs> Listen. Technically. Listen, <laughs> listen. If you put Ted, if you put Fled, I didn't say Ted, I said Fled. Fled, because he showed that. F L E D. If you put Fled, Fled, Ted in office, Cruz in office, if you make him an, a, a, a vice president, if you, if you, Keep if you do that, you might as well just figuratively blow up this country because that person is not a person who should be anybody's vice president. I know stuff that's going on here in Texas that you don't, and I'm telling you, just like W, just and I listen now, we both white and we both Republican. So listen to me when I tell you, fellow Republican white boy. W, although he had his qualities, should never have been put in office. Mm-hmm. And neither should fled Cruz. Because I don't, I don't appreciate you leaving my city while I'm sitting up here 
with a grid that's off the map and I'm over here freezing to death, me and my family, we freezing to death and you in Cancun. Talking about you want to just go have, just relieve your family of the stress. I do not disagree with that. I really don't. And if you well, look, it's another show, baby. It's another show. I know. If you look at my last post that is on my Instagram, it is all about who should be elected, who we need to get out. You know, I mean, I, I, I follow everything. I know a lot. I don't know everything. You know, I'm I'm never. You gonna, might as well say you want Greg Abbott to be vice president. Oh no. Hey, oh, it's not a bad candidate. Let I'm me not- tell you oh, something. Lord. Don't get okay. We're gonna have another show. Let's think this through five. Oh, oh, oh Lord. And open the motherfucking pipeline. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Any man that tells me he's gonna eradicate rape and then move on to the border. Yeah, I that- don't trust him. But that's another show, baby. That's another show. We're going right. to talk about that. Exactly. Okay. Listen uh, here. Take us on out of here, uh, 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 co-host. So I want to just say thank you to the token white guy and thank you to Red Dragon, the poet, also my co-host, Ice. Thank you, Fire. <laughs> so uh, listen, this has been awesome for me. <laughs> I honestly love all y'all. We this I, is why I, I this love, is why I love doing this shit because I, we all have our own perspectives and we just go right, off. Right. So when y'all see me in the street, don't antagonize me because I made some comments that y'all might not understand. Yeah, okay, so let I, me just say so, that too before so, you finish. Before you finish taking us out of here. Go ahead. So I saw some of the comments from last week's show in the man cave. Where are you? And and yeah, they were actually good. But I want to just address one thought process that you all, some of you had, and you must have been new to watching our show. So if you're new to watching our show, and you see token white guy throw the water bottle, get up and walk off. <laughs> this is insane rhetoric. <laughs> Thank you. Like don't don't and worry about you see. Red dragon and fire going at each other's throats. This <laughs> is insane rhetoric. Thank you. Okay. I listen, y'all. We all love when, each when other. We, first of all, we all love each other very much. But let me explain this. From the onset of this show, Fire and I wanted to do something that was outside of the realm of what other people were doing. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to do something that helped the people in our little community. Hopefully it would go out into the world and have its different tentacles. But initially it was about helping the people in our little community, our family, our friends, the people we are around, it was about that. It was about helping to go through, helping our community to go through the madness and the insanity that was happening. We were both so upset about a lot of the things that were happening. What can we do? And we decided to come up with a show where we just kind of would present both sides of a coin. 
and just kind of talk it through because what we what we decided was this world is where it is in part because people won't talk through things. Yeah. Okay. So the insanity happens and then we talk about it. And of course, when we're talking about both sides of the coin, you're going to see those biases come out. Yep. You're going to see those things come out. That doesn't mean that uh, token white guy hate white people because he throwing his water bottle. He hate black people because he throwing his water bottle. Talking about how you gonna throw a rock through my window? That's not what he. That's not what he's about. I felt that. I was. I was hurt on this show. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. I don't know what was going on. But we want you to see the different sides of all the coin, but understand that. I would say 9.5% of the time, all of us kind of are on the same page. Yeah. yeah. That the that this stuff is just plain old 5%. insane. Yeah. Did you say 9.5% or 95 of the percent? 9.5. She was using the ratio of 10. Average. No, she's using the ratio of 10, sir. Being good. Oh, all, well, 95% is also 95. No, no, no. We're more that's than the that. the ratio we, that she used. She used the 9.5. 9.5. 9. So almost 10% of the time, we're good. <laughs> okay. So I don't need y'all as viewers to get it twisted. Say your comments. Like, subscribe, and follow. Like, subscribe, and follow. Go listen to us on our different platforms. But trust and believe we're only showing the different sides of the coin. And sometimes there's two sides. Sometimes, honey, that coin got three, four sides. And sometimes mm. it's just my side. Okay. <laughs> and that's a good point to bring is that we want to show that perspective too, is that some people just want their side to be seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to talk about other people's side of the coin and how we can come together mm-hmm. yeah. with those different sides. So take us out of here. All right. So like you just know, hit us up on Insane Rhetoric. You can check out our Real Talk page. You can put down comments, concerns, like my co-host has just told you and explained to you. Whatever your comments, concerns are, you can put them down. You can give suggestions. But let me tell you something. Just like she would turn me in for setting it on fire, literally, she would turn you in for any craziness you put on our page. So I'm just letting <laughs> you know, she ain't got no problem turning her little brother into the police that's beating folks to death. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a scaredy cat. I'm sorry. I'm a scaredy cat. So, so <laughs> hopefully she won't turn me because I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> <laughs> Because right now they're doing very bad. So, so listen. yeah, I'd hate to have to blow the city up over you, but <laughs> I will. <laughs> I ain't coming up there. I ain't coming up there to put nothing on your books either. That's, 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 <laughs> y'all, 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 hey y'all, if you you gonna cash at me a zero negative. <laughs> That is insane, right? You'll see a water, okay, a water bottle 
Right. Put a fucking door and you'll see black I'll, people. I was waiting on you to flip off the couch with Scout on. Oh. <laughs> She's in my bed right now. She's good. That's okay, fuzzy pussy. Right, take, take us out of here. Take us out of here. We do all love each other, though. That's, so, a, that's the honest guy <laughs> truth. So you can hit us up on Insane Rhetoric. You can find us anywhere you have your podcast, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, iTunes, whatever. Just remember to enjoy the ride that is Insane Rhetoric, and we out. Change happens at midnight. We're so happy you joined us for Rebroadcast Monday. Come back and join us on Rewind Wednesday. But until then, just remember to enjoy the ride that is insane rhetoric, baby.